Okay, well, we are live with Rory on Siren Island, and we've got wonderful coach Dana with us. An interesting topic that has come up, and I love Rory's weigh in on this, is the distraction. When we are, I've seen this word, and I think I've used it myself, or at least felt into it, when we're out <laughs> circular dating, and our man is kind of doing whatever it is he's doing out in the world, and we're thinking about him, our energy is going out to him, redirecting to our channeling list, and our life, and circular dating, and the idea of, is it a distraction, or are we truly living in, in, our, in our feminine world? Rory's thoughts on this. Is there anybody out there who, oh, I forgot to send a letter out. I'm going to start, I'll start typing people's names in and looking. All right. If there's anybody out there who has a specific situation about distraction, um, let's just define the word distraction as something you don't ever want to do. That's like a big masculine energy thing. Whenever you find yourself distracting yourself from pain, worry, work, a problem, situation, um, you know, people at the at your party in your house and you really just want to get away, distracting yourself. When you find yourself using that word, stop. Wrong way to live. Not going to help anything. It'll work completely against you. So. Specifically, Natalina mentioned circular dating. Circular dating has nothing to do with distraction. Think of it as an ashram. Think of the world as the ashram. If you've ever been to an ashram or a Zen studio or done martial arts, think of the world as that practice pad. You walk out onto the floor. I used to do all kinds of karate. Um, walk out onto the floor, you bow to the room. You bow to the space. You can bow to the leader, the person that wants it, but essentially you're bowing to the sacredness of the space because it is a practice space. So bow to the world. I don't think I've ever said this before. Bow to the world. Walk out of your house or when you're in pain and you're in your, your bathroom and you're, you're walking out of the shower, bow to the space that is the entire world. When I do the live events, and I get to work with people, I do all kinds of energy exercises really quick. And they're in most of my programs also. But really quick to help you get out of this idea that essentially you're living in your head. Tiny little space inside your head. Your brain is magnificent, but so is your gut. So are your feet. So is the floor. So is the wood that that bookcase came from. So is everything outside this window. We tend to categorize and containerize everything. Everything. Experience, people, everything. And just bow to the, all of it. Bow to the world. Bow to the universe. Get as big as you can. Bow to the te- big telescopes out there and the millions of galaxies, bazillions of galaxies that are out there. The unknowable. Bow to the unknowable. Which... You may have defined as knowable through a faith, or that I say God is physics sometimes, that physics we have no, we don't have the sophistication to understand anymore. Every day we learn more. 
about what a black hole is and what's going on out there and how we could possibly have come into existence in any other way than a metaphysical way, a theosophical way. Uh, bow to it all. Bow to your own ideas. Now, don't, when you find yourself distracting yourself because he said something or he's really weighing on you, go off into your own space and sink into it. Because uh, I can tell you, this is kind of big. This has been coming in me for a day now. A big major aha. If you have been holding on to something that he said or did or a relationship that is not popping for you into total happiness, because that's the name of the game. Happiness, regardless of how you're feeling, your energy level, uh, hormones, um, diet, uh, pains and aches, happiness is still the name of the game. It's still the whole plan for you to find your happiness. And I know it's in there because when you bow to the world, you feel happier. All of a sudden, all the little stuff going on, you know it's coming from your brain. You just got to know it, right? So you're not distracting yourself by the world. You are getting in deeper to the experience of the world, which is what you need to do in order to actually feel what you're feeling. In other words, let's say, and I'm going to, this is totally made up, except from so many women. Let's say that you have been accepting and tolerating a situation that you discussed with him years ago, or he keeps seeming to reinforce that that acceptance, reinforce that he doesn't have the energy to give to you when he comes home, that he's not um, sentimental in any way, and he doesn't want to ever give you, you know, a, a Valentine's Day gift, or remember your birthday, or be the uh, asserter, the aggressor is in sex, or plans, or just simply not be a drag on your energy. Simply stop pulling, please, and start pushing towards me. Start giving me your energy. That kind of stuff. If you've accepted and tolerated this flatness, let's use this word flat. When your life goes flat, it's like, eh, it's just not a happy. It's like, how can I be happy when everything is flat? Start recognizing everything just feels flat. My energy feels the same. I'm not looking forward to tomorrow. I don't feel excited about anything. I don't feel excited about him. I don't feel excited about circular dating or meeting new people or anything. I'm done in. When you feel that, just go, oh, that's old. That is old. And for some reason, you and I and all of us, maybe not Dana, because she is pretty much a mover and a shaker, but, and, and Natalina also, but I know I can tend to be a, well, let's, you know, I'll just get into this and it'll come to me and all that stuff without realizing that I am actually stultifying my own happiness by going, this is unchangeable in him. It's not changeable. So I'm not going to bring it up anymore. I'm not going to keep stating what I want. I'm not going to go out there and be happier. I'm just going to accept. 
And we think that's the ashram. No, it's not. It's not the ashram. That's not what you do in the ashram. In the ashram, meditation is not about, um, I'm accepting non-movement. Meditation is all about movement. It's all about the clouds go by, the thoughts go by, feelings go by. Uh, energy moves through your body. You start to feel tingles and movement and things open up. All the little parts of your cells that have shut down, they start to open up and more air comes into your body. You start to breathe more. Oxygen comes in. Everything changes. That's what meditation is. It's not, I'm just going to shut down into this little nut. No. So putting that all together, distraction is obviously not what you want. When you distract yourself from the process of, wait a minute, I still want that with him, right? Okay, I'm going to speak to him about it again. I'm not going to take, I'm going to take his no for an answer. However, I am not going to stop talking about what I want and how he might solve it in a different way. Can you see the difference there? You know, I'm not harping on the, on what I wanted before concrete, like do this, do this. I'm just going, I understand that this, this thing I suggested last year doesn't work for you. And I still would feel amazing going to some water. You know, I want to go with you. Do I need to go by myself? Bring it up. Speak it. Now we just open, crack open everything. Can you see how there's no room for distraction? All right. Anybody, Natalina, Dana, would you like to add to this? I, I just, I love the whole relationship as a sanctuary, the world as an ashram, bowing to, like, it. just hearing that totally shifted some energy of our natural relationship with the world. I'm, I'm really excited to hear more about how this lands for everybody else. All right. Well then let me introduce Dana. Dana is, if you've never met Dana Denton, uh, she's one of the top coaches. She's in breakout rooms, uh, but she's so unique. She travels the world essentially Right now, she tells me she's at Cape Town, South Africa. She's going to Dubai. She lives in Mauritius. She travels the world. And she has clients everywhere in parts of the world I've never visited. And she lives there. And she moves around there. And she's incredibly highly educated. You have more degrees than I've ever had. You have more interests that are in uh, things like literature and English. You're just uh, pretty damn amazing. And you are an awesome coach because I've watched you. So introducing Dana, she may or may not ever show up on Siren Island, but she is available in Siren School. If you can get to her, ask Natalina. And uh, maybe she'll show up more on the island and start to talk to you about things you might never have heard of. So Dana, what do you think about distraction? Thank you for that. What a great introduction. Um, Distraction. Yeah, it's it's just the same as being busy. You know, we tend to think of ourselves as, you know, it's good to be distracted in the sense it's good to have lots of activities and just keep busy and do things. But um, it doesn't always bring us that presence that we need, that feminine energy that we need to create the connection with our man. So it's better to be less distracted and less busy and more present than to be 
distracted and busy and not really present and getting that connection that we really desire and crave. I know there's so much to this topic. <laughs> I know. Well, I, you brought in the word connection with a man that I hadn't mentioned. I really love that. Hmm. You're saying if you're distracted in any way, you can't connect to this guy that is causing you to want to be distracted. It's like we're working against ourselves. Yeah. And and may I share just a little bit of, of, of your relationship situation? That yeah, for sure. Go ahead. That yeah. Dana is in a relationship for a several years but the thing that is so unusual about you is you're calling the shots Mm. he is wants you continually there is no and he's a successful awesome quality guy and he says and states and puts his money where his mouth is that he wants you you on the other hand as a globetrotter as a really uh ashram of the world person are taking your own sweet time about deciding about how you want to run the rest of your life. This is something that, it, you know, if you out there are stuck with one man, this Dana is the opposite. She sees the world. And can you give us a hint how you stay steady in, in, in this relationship and how you stay with you feeling like yeah. your life, your life to call the yeah. shots? Well, Yes. Well, we, well, I, you know, I started, when I started dating him, I used all of your tools. I laid the foundation down really beautifully. Um, I was extremely honest and vulnerable from the very beginning with using my feeling messages and he was able to receive it and he was able to meet me each way. And I feel like the more in my feminine I am, the more in his masculine he is. And I'm sure everyone on Siren Island knows what that means, but it's just really beautiful to experience because I never, ever feel insecure or we, we travel a lot and we're not always together all the time, you know, and I don't have any anxiety about him not being right here with me. I completely feel at ease and comfortable because he desires me so much because I'm just so relaxed and present and I just trust the process and that explains it very well but because I just continually share how I feel and I and I show my appreciation for him I tell him he makes me feel good and it feels so wonderful to hear his voice and our time together feels amazing and and it's just all those little things and it creates that deeper connection because we're able to talk about bigger things and yeah, and he's just wanted to spend his life with me from the very beginning. So it's just, I don't know, it's just magical and easy and it's just so fluid and organic. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> All right. So for me, the takeaway from that to help you guys on Siren Island is he wanted her from the beginning. He's not going to change that as long as she stays how he fell in love with her, which is because she was strong enough, courageous enough to stay in her feminine energy. And at the beginning, as you said, lay that foundation that she would be in her feelings and that she would assume she would be heard. She would, she just took it for, you know, her expectations were, we're going to be in relationship. Her expectation was, you're going to hear me. My expectation is I am important. All those things, if we could switch our expectations from having to do with him to just about 
how we want to feel. I expect mm-hmm. to feel good. I ex- that'd be a really cool switcheroo, right? So the takeaway here is having no anxiety leads to having a, a high-quality man absolutely chasing you constantly and you feeling good about that. So how do you get rid of your anxiety? Don't distract yourself. Stay present. So, you know, go down into your present energy. Was there another question from anybody that might be like a step forward from this about circular dating or specifics or men pull away for long periods of time? This, this would cover that. If a man pulls away at all, there's something wrong, right? So you got to say, hi, I noticed that we're not, I don't feel connected. Is there something I should know? And he would say, well, I'm this, I'm this. Is there someone else in the picture? Literally, what I was talking about before, you don't sit on it. You actually say what's bothering you, but not like you're doing that. You did that and it bothered me. It's I'm feeling this and I want to be happy. I don't want to feel like this. Can you help? I feel really like I need to know more about what's going on with us, with you. All that is okay to talk about. You're not asking him for commitment. You just want to know, okay? So if he pulls away for a long period of time, you should not be exclusive with him. If he's pulling away at all, you should be circular dating anyway. Even if you're committed, you should be circular dating, but you should be actually dating. Remember, circular dating, and I know there were so many questions about this the other day. Circular dating is not about dating. It's about practicing these tools in the presence of men. It's all. You know, and in the Targeting Mr. Right program, there's a whole spreadsheet for you to, if you're a scientific type of mind, to write down, you know, what, what tool you practice with this guy. So you feel like it was worth driving to Starbucks to meet this guy who did not work out, but you got to practice some really brave tools. You actually said stuff you wouldn't normally say. That was a huge win. That's what circular dating is about. It's being in the ashram, doing the bow, and practicing the move. Practicing the shift in your energy. All martial arts is based on um, moving air. I just made that up, but it's based on understanding the movement coming towards you. And, and relating to that movement, either letting it go or using the force of it to change things or blocking. We don't want to block. We want to move with the flow of the air and the energy. This is a feminine energy of martial arts, okay? And not all martial arts is feminine energy, but some of it is. Some of it really is. So let's just go with this concept. You should be actually dating other men and saying to your man, um, you know, I I get that this is happening and that, you know, we're not together all the time and that's fine. And you date other men and you don't bother to tell him because that is what that is what he should expect. That is normal. He doesn't get to claim you without, you know, being a really great boyfriend, without being a really great sort of fiance like Dana has. He doesn't, he doesn't get that. And he knows it. He knows he doesn't get to sleep with you without some kind of giving you what you need and making you happy. 
That's it. The expectation should be that being with him makes you feel happy. That's the expectation. Being with you makes me feel happy. If you're not getting that, you should not be exclusive with him. Let him go. Let him do what he does. Helena Hart wrote this in a meme today. You know, don't go chasing affection, attention, because if you're not getting it freely from somebody who wants to freely give it to you, it's just not worth anything. I paraphrased it. That's the truth. All right. And this last one that I see is a mindset of appropriate behavior. Oh, how do you? There was a question. There there was a question that came up about and directed for Dana, really. How do you inspire yourself while dating for long periods of time? Yeah, great question. That's a really good question. Well, what I do for myself personally, I just, um, if ever I'm feeling a bit flat or a bit distracted, (laughs) I just go back into my relationship dream and finding things to appreciate with my man and appreciate in the relationship. And the more gratitude and the more appreciation I can cultivate in our connection, it makes me feel more inspired. And then also, as we were talking about circular dating, I have a very active social life outside of my partner. So I'm not reliant on him to, you know, bring me all my joy and my joie de vivre and, and my, my, my juge, you know, I go out and we're, we're, I've created that from the very beginning, but even if you haven't created that for yourself, it's something that you can bring into your relationship or marriage. I definitely think so. But having would you, that would you talk about how to bring it in? I will too, Natalina will yeah. too, but how to bring it in if you've been stuck How do you all of a sudden get more social? What does a good social life look like that doesn't feel like betrayal of your husband or your fiance? Mm. That's a really good question. Um, Well, I would um, join like just activities, you know, like hiking clubs or walking groups or art things, you know, something that's not too intimidating for the other person. And then just be open to all the energies and the different people you meet. I mean, that's, that's an easy baby step into it, but there's so much to this topic, definitely. There's a, there's a lot of emphasis on the romantic side of it, but exactly what Dana is saying, like you can yes. take baby steps and get involved in things that are meaningful to you. Rory talks about how she gets involved with all the animal um, animal sanctuaries. And I would say that's part of how she circular dates. I recently joined a D&D group. So <laughs> I think that Oh counts. my God. <laughs> You know, or you get to you get to play with different archetypes and you can there are jokes happening. Something that Dana said that really stood out is not letting your social circles crumble, not letting your social circles go, really feeding yourself with your social circles. And you'll find that you connect with people and, and that you, you connect with more and more people. Mm. And having that space between you creates that desire. You know, you need some air for the fire to to flourish you know if you're on top of each other all the time yeah you might feel lots of love um, but you also need to have that space so you can have some mystery and some you know curiosity especially if you're in a long-term commitment um, you know you need some some freshness and some some space that's my my that's lovely freshness freshness 